0: Welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show number 210. For each week, we have a different story to talk about. Could be a movie, could be a comic book, all sorts of stuff. We read it, we watch it, we do what we have to do. We come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello. Melissa, how's your weekend been so far? It's been good.
1: I went bowling yesterday for the first Ooh. time in many years. How I'm was not that? good at bowling. <laughs> I think I got like two strikes. They, it was cosmic bowling. They gave okay. us all glow okay. sticks. I had a red glow stick and it made me feel like a Sith. And I think that led to the strikes. I think it was the the power of the dark side that did it.
0: Interesting. Okay. Was, was there like a wise old guru there who like knew your life but didn't know your life but somehow could give you sound advice like in f- f- in fringe
1: my mom was there <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> that counts that counts <laughs> you know my life but you don't know my life mom
1: <laughs> i'd consider mom wise old guru yes <laughs> okay
0: okay sounds good that's fun i did not go bowling but this morning i had a bowl of Dolce de leche c- cinnamon toast crunch wow um I advanced saw it at the store yeah real fancy um and i had to pick it up cuz you know you, you've seen the like cinnamon the like french to- toast cinnamon mm. crunch thing that they have there and it's okay it's i don't know if it's anything like oh you have to try it out but i remember when they, they first started it in the 90s and it was a big Big thing, but they had dulce de leche, and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds fancier." I I want that, and I tried it out, and it's actually pretty good. I like it. Nice. Um, I I feel like as a treat, as a snack, it's maybe better than cinnamon yeah. toast crunch. But I don't Ooh. know if you always want that like that extra caramel flavor on top of that mm. all the time if that makes sense. But it's good. I liked it.
1: Just throw a handful of that into a regular cinnamon toast crunch box and there you go.
0: Sure, yeah. Just drizzle some caramel on on top. That works.
1: (laughs) This is what our breakfast cereals needed was additional dessert toppings. Just a bowl (laughs) of cereal with caramel
0: on it. Guys, this week we are talking about a movie called Triple R or Mm -hmm. Rise, Roar, Revolt. I I believe R R R. I I I I I think it just goes by yeah Triple R or R R R. (laughs) Um, But this is a movie that I had seen kind of floating around on Twitter. I saw some people talking about it, and it caught my attention. uh, And one of the kind of genres, it's not really a genre, uh, but mm-hmm. one of the genres that we haven't really looked at here on the podcast is Bollywood. They have mm-hmm. a whole entertainment industry in, in India that yeah. just me as a whole, I, I don't really know anything about. I haven't seen mm. any Bollywood stuff. Um And this kind of just popped up on my Twitter feed in a way that normally, like most movies that aren't the like, it's the newest Marvel movie, like they they usually don't. Uh, Mm. And it happened to be a Bollywood film. And I was like, okay, this seems interesting. Some some good people are recommending this one. Um, And so I thought it would be one of the pitches that I would do uh, last week. And it it is, in fact, the one that you picked. So here we are. It is. About to talk about Triple R. Melissa, had you heard of this movie before I pitched it?
1: Yes, I had. I listened to the movie podcast Unspooled from Paul and Amy Nicholson, and they had mentioned that was going to be one of their upcoming films. Cool. And they told the audience like t- two or three weeks out to make sure we had time to watch all like three hours and five minutes
0: of RRR. It's a long one and, indeed.
1: Yeah. And India has got a very rich cinema history. I don't think every movie mm-hmm. from India is a Bollywood movie. I think that may be a separate, uh, different uh, area than from where this movie came from. But when you picture a Bollywood movie in your head, you picture the massive, Crowds, just like a huge cast huge set very bright very lively the musical numbers yeah. the sort of over the top action scenes uh it's without subtlety but on purpose it's without subtlety in a good way mm-hmm. everything is bright and open and as big and as bold as it wants to be and that is definitely what this movie is this movie is over three hours long and it is every genre
2: <laughs> when i is. first
1: heard about it I thought it was going to be more like a serious war movie that had really good action scenes in it. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for how fun this movie is, how many different things it does in the time span. It's got incredible, like really bizarre action scenes. (laughs) Action scenes where like one of the heroes is on top of the other one's shoulders. Uh, It's entirely like a chicken fight in a pool. That's one of the climactic action scenes. You've got dance numbers in there. You've got romantic comedy. You've got a buddy comedy. It's everything. <laughs> everything is in here.
0: Yeah, this movie is absolutely wild. Um, I I cannot recommend it an- enough because I I had a blast watching this. Is is there some stuff in there that's maybe cheesy? Is some of the CGI in there maybe not the best? Sure. But I had so much fun watching this and that like the the the, the cheesiness of some of these mm-hmm. actions, the ridiculousness of some of this stuff just made it that much better. Uh Because, yes. yeah, in the midst of that, there is like really good a- acting. Uh, there's some great drama. It's a mm-hmm. great story. Like it's just it's it's fun all around um i split the movie up into two pieces i did like mm. the first half one day and the second half the next day uh there are some some points in the movie which kind of work as like hey if you need to pause it yeah he- here and do all of that stuff you can go eat a lunch or do what you need to do and come back and you know
1: i think we day. get the actual title screen like 40 minutes into the movie
0: i i think so yeah yeah um but yeah this was a blast uh i know you mentioned that this might not be exactly bollywood uh regardless there the whole like indian movie scene is just something Mm. i have no familiarity with I, i don't know the ins and outs um I've really only seen two things from the country. The first one was something we also watched here yeah. on the show called Typewriter. It's a mm-hmm. show that Netflix helped produce, but it was a horror story uh, about a haunted typewriter. Uh, yeah, and it is in in a weird, similar way. It was all the genres. Too (laughs) right, like it. It it, like it had genuinely scary moments, but then it had the like weird like Scooby Doo kids mystery, yeah, and then it had like good like like an actual like adult storyline in there Mm -hmm. too. And it was just like with this has just a bit of everything. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, highly recommend Triple R, not to be confused with the Vin Diesel classic triple (laughs) x classic indeed indeed triple r let's do a plot synopsis of triple r for people who might be curious as to what this is
1: okay the movie starts with this uh these high-ranking british soldiers and like some lord and his wife and they go visit the small village And this little girl's like singing a song and like doing like a Hannah tattoo on this woman's arm. And she's like, oh, look at her. Isn't she cute? I'm going to take her home with me. Here's 50 cents. I have bought your daughter. She's now mine. I'm taking her back to the capital. Uh, And of course, the family doesn't understand. They don't know. They're like, why is why is our kid being taken away? So this daughter is removed forcibly from her home into the to go live with this family who view her as a curiosity, as an oddity, as a novelty to pull out at parties. Mm-hmm. And we see a a community member from that group go undercover to the city to try and find her and bring her back. And we also see a uh, an Indian man in the British uh, n- military who is one of their top soldiers. He really wants to rise up the ranks in the military. And we see these two these two men get to, and you understand, oh, these are opposing forces. There's going to come a time where they realize, oh, I have to get the girl back from you. And, oh, I have to fight you to protect this girl that my my lord wants to keep for whatever reason. But on the way there, these two men meet in other circumstances. They become best friends. There is a best yep. friends montage. There is a best friends song.
0: Yep. Absolutely. In the movie,
1: the movies about them finding out who each other is, uh having this conflict, we find out more secrets in their past about like why they're doing things the way they're doing it, and uh they they do come together at the end. They, you expect the reveal to be like there's things you expect to be the climax of the movie that happen like halfway through, and it's like oh no no you have no idea what we have in store for you you don't know what's happening in the second half of this movie.
0: Yeah yeah. Um yeah it's it's fascinating it's a wild ride i had a blast watching this please go check it out it's on netflix mm-hmm. you guys can watch it on netflix um yeah it's good two thumbs up it is good two truly
1: one of the most surprising things i've watched in a while and it keeps surprising you like from Every 20 minutes, it's got something new to show you that you didn't expect you were going to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It keeps just one upping. Mm. Yeah. um, Which is kind of ridiculous to think about. Just like how 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 did they come up with this? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's it's good uh and hopefully here down the road on the podcast we can get some more Indian movies and TV yeah. shows on in in the mix here of all the stuff that we yeah. cover on the review show. That'd be fun. Yeah,
1: type typewriter's been one of my favorite things we've covered, and I really do like going out and finding
0: uh international entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Well, that's that's I think kind of it that I have to say, spoiler-free. Um So I say we take a break for housekeeping, and then when we get back, we'll dive into spoilers and start discussing the film. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. it means a lot. thank you we appreciate it uh cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots um let's see miss marvel is happening right Mm -hmm. now we've been doing our reactions to miss marvel uh it's kind of an interesting time to watch both triple r and miss marvel at the same time um Let's see. Obi-Wan Kenobi has its finale this next week. So be on the lookout yeah. for that because we should be d- doing our reactions to that. That will be up on our YouTube channel as well as the Reactor Core uh, podcast feed. Um, on the Captain's Log, we just did a big roundup of some of the Netflix Geeked Week uh mm-hmm. stuff that we were looking forward to as well as some of the big old like movie tra- trailers and stuff that we had missed uh the past two weeks um and then Crossplay, we are just having uh like the summer game fest wrap up so if you are a, are a fan of video games go check out our video game podcast Crossplay, all that stuff uh but that's about it for housekeeping uh, right now. So let's get into spoilers. Cool. Here we are in spoiler territory. Uh, there there are so many interesting things about this yes. film. It's hard to know where to start with. Um, to me, I I think I actually want to start with the sound design of this. Okay.
1: Film. Um, yeah.
0: This was really interesting, and I think it's a great example of a way that they make movies differently than we do here in the United States. Mm. Um, and it th- this was like I started watching the movie and I liked it. And, and th- but just something felt off to me and I c- couldn't quite place it. And I think, yeah, it was like mm. 30 minutes into the film. I think I, I kind of re- 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 realized oh, like none of this is the original sound that is mm. in there, which is which is strange. So then I went to my settings to be like, is this on the wrong language somehow? And it was no, I was on the original language. Like this is the sound design that is meant for the film. But it seemed like it was dubbed. Yes. Yes. And I was a little bit confused by that. And sometimes the words didn't match up exactly with the Mm -hmm. lip sync, but it was just like, like not enough that you would, I mean, it it was enough that you would notice, but not enough that it like became an annoyance, if that makes sense. Like they do a good job of matching everything up and making sure it all fits, but that struck me as odd I was like if this is the original language like why did they do that then um, and the only thing I can think of is just like I mean just I think of the movie as a whole they they used so much CGI in this film there's yeah. a lot to the point where it was kind of ridiculous the, the <sighs> amount of things that was CGI'd like some of uh-huh. the bullets that you saw them put into the gun those were c- cgi uh there's a scene where people are smoking cigarettes some of those cigarettes are cgi <laughs> like the, the smoke that they exhaled that's all c- cgi and a lot of it is used to to a dramatic effect to to mm. make it shine In a certain way or when they do the slow motion that they can control the way the smoke exhales or who knows what, Mm. right? And so I feel like the sound design is of a similar kind of decision of like, hey, if we strip away all the sound and then we redub it on top of that, Mm -hmm. add in the sound effects that we want on top of that, we can really isolate what sound effects we want the viewer Mm -hmm. to hear and focus on because there's a big action scene right in the middle of the movie that for any other movie would be the end of the movie right Uh um and it like there there's chaos there's people running around and yelling and screaming and guns going off it's a big fight but you don't hear Anything except the two people that are hiding and like in the mm. center and th- their motions, their g- 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 their grunts g- g- and all th- all that stuff. And it it's interesting because it really does help you like hyper focus in mm-hmm. on them and their story and not just all of the chaos um, that is is there. So it's interesting i i don't know if i like it but i understand it and i see how it mm. can create a desired effect right to be mm. like hey we want you to look at this thing we want you to focus on this thing and have your full attention on that and there, mm. there is absolutely value in the, 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 that that because that's how you tell a good story right of you you make them look here you make them do yeah. that you make them focus on this thing and that's also kind of how magicians work right they want <laughs> you to look at a certain thing mm-hmm. so that when they are preparing something else yeah right down down to here you're not paying attention to that and then they they b- b- bring it out you're just like what Holy moly, how did that happen? How did that work? Mm-hmm. It's magic. Uh and I I think I think that's the kind of desired effect that they're going for with this of like Maybe. hey, we can just be in control of the whole thing that we can really craft this story in the exact way that we want it to. Was mm. w- was that something that you really picked up on and n- noticed?
1: Yeah, I did notice that a lot of the dialogue did seem dubbed, even dialogue that seems like it would be in the the language the film was naturally working in. <laughs> like, I knew I was watching the original language track on Netflix, but I, I, I don't know a lot about this. I don't know if that is a common practice to... With the a film of this scope and this scale, if the audio is something that they just choose not to focus on on the day of shooting, and they do go like maybe ADR is a very common practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't sure. I do uh, that's something I ought to look into. There's a lot about this movie I would like to learn more about. I didn't get to this week. I I look forward to researching. I'd I'd watch yeah. a documentary about RRR that is as long as RRR.
0: Sure. Yeah. But Absolutely. I I did
1: like. the I did like the sound design in terms of the Foley. There's a lot of sound effects that are really impactful, especially with this action soundtrack of just punches and, and, and bullets and, and tigers roaring and motorcycles, and even the sounds of them dancing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's, fascinating to to see i was looking at their wikipedia page to see if it mentioned anything about the sound design i can't find anything that just like a quick overview um but it the one of the first things it does say is that it is a Telugu language Mm -hmm. yes film which i think on so it it might even be that this is dubbed in hindu cuz on hindi on netflix, or hindi yeah uh it 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 might be dubbed in hindi because that that's what what netflix said yes. the original language was so i like that 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 would be an interesting thing if it was actually filmed in one language and then mm. dubbed in another one for a wider release
1: um uh, and i did learn from uns- the unspooled episode about this had a lot of great information in it and it talked about how the lead actors did they did all their own dubbing for various like regional languages
2: uh, across india oh interesting
0: that's fascinating Mm -hmm. good stuff good stuff um yeah that was my my thought on sound design in the film because it's just it it's you, you don't really see a film like that in the United mm-hmm. States here or a, a decision to do. I mean, you, you, you can for like a certain scene, right? Yeah. Where it like hyper focuses on someone's mm. fist getting hit right in someone's yeah. che- cheek and it makes a certain s- sound. Um, but like it's not it's it just like the whole movie was like that. Which was inter- interesting. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that was a, a, a strange bit there. But where, where, where else should we dive in? That oh, was like the, the big thing. I, I was like, I, I just needed to talk about that because that was an interesting decision. I
1: want to start with the opening structure of the film where we've got the, the titles RRR. And the first title card we get, it says the story with the R and like a big capital letter. And it's the story of the little girl, Molly, being taken away from her family. And then we get um, I think the fire and that's mm-hmm. Raju as the soldier who's like fighting off this entire group of of angry citizens. It's one man versus an entire angry mob. And then I think you get the water, which is Beams little adventure mm-hmm. in the jungle to like capture a tiger. <laughs> which is. I That's. I didn't expect we were going to have that. I I wasn't expecting like a big like (laughs) we're going completely out to this little pocket of the jungle. You're not quite sure. Like it's not quite contextualized yet. And you watch this superhuman man like capture a tiger.
0: He has his like Steve Rogers holding the helicopter moment. Exactly.
1: (laughs) And then and then you get the title card where they comes together and it says RRR rise roar revolt. And I think the moment when the, and again, that's like 35, 40 minutes. In, yeah. When the movie like really ascended for me was the action scene where they team up to save the little boy in his like little turtle shell boat from being, so there's like a bridge over water and then there's a train on the bridge and the train like explodes and like falls off the tracks and there's like oil in the water and then the oil catches on fire and there's one yeah. old boy in his little boat there and then like roshu and beam like see each other from like a mile away clock each other <laughs> right they unite immediately they immediately know what to do they're a team one of them has got a motorcycle one of them's got a horse they're like swinging from like ropes and chains like over the bridge like down to like swoop up the boy in their arms yeah it's i've never seen anything like this
0: it is wild yeah because the uh raju is up on top of the bridge kind of looking and he's mostly by himself but then yeah mm. he looks down and 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 sees big very obviously like directing people to go do this go get that like yeah. and so he's like all right that guy knows what he's doing he can help and so when he turns around he's like hey look at me over here right <laughs> um, and they just they have this weird like is he me yeah (laughs) yeah they just have this understanding of of like hey i need your help yes i will help you um Mm. and they they do the wildest thing yeah where they they jump off opposite sides of the yes of the bridge and they're connected by a rope so they swing underneath it Mm. and that's how they pick up the boy but then they're tossing the boy back and forth (laughs) one of them has a flag they get the flag wet they toss that to the other one this is all in like one fell yes fell swoop uh and it's just it is like the most wild action scene and it's just it's so unique like that's really not something you would see here in the United States like mm. it, it would involve more guns more explosions they would pull the kid underwater or something where he can't catch on fire or mm. I, I don't know but it, it like the way and then the way it culminates with them just wrapping arms
1: yeah and then the scene immediately leads into the like 10 minute friendship montage yeah,
0: <laughs> they're best
1: friends, <laughs> and it just got. And there the- are so there's. I also have to mention the songs throughout this movie. It's. I love. We talked about like the the dialogue recording and like the foley of it, but the music is wonderful with all this like sort of uh, human voice percussion. And there's so many original. I don't. Well, I guess original. I'm not sure, but the, the songs throughout the movie are so literally descriptive of what is happening in the movie or if they have metaphors they're very like overt clear metaphors like there is you watch these two guys like be friends and they sing a song about like look at these two men they are friends but who knows who knows what will happen to them fate brought them together will fate drive them apart
0: yeah yeah, it's it's kind of like a, the, the song is narrating what's happening, yeah. but it's it's more so like foreshadowing. Right. Yes. It's not be, 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 being like and then they met and then they had a training montage and then they right. did this. It's it's just like, hey, fate brought these two men together. They're on opposite sides, but they don't yeah. know it. Yet. Yeah. Uh this could go really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so they're just like, how how long will this last? Who knows? And yeah, it's it's joyous. Like the the song is it like it it's intense, but it's joyous and it's captivating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is for bo bubba boating too. Because that is the conflict is that these two men meet and don't realize that they are kind of the, the men that they are looking for or looking out for right yeah. the 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 c- cop is after it, him he's looking to avoid him but like mm. just like they don't realize that they are enemies um right <laughs> i mean they at the end of the day they're not but mm. they don't know that um and it, it's just yeah it, it's just fascinating to see them just be the best of friends immediately yeah i mean yeah it's just you save a kid like that from swinging off of a right bridge You, you 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 have to be Right, <laughs> right. of
1: course we like go ride motorcycles together. I'm going to put my friend on my shoulders and then I'm going to like lift him up. I'm just going to do some yeah. squats with my friend on my shoulders like how best friends do.
0: You know, I do that all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> God. um Yeah, that was a fascinating little sequence there. I liked it. I liked it a lot but mm-hmm. they keep one-upping themselves is right the thing. you've
1: got that and then you've got the they one-up themselves not in terms of action but there's there's the literal action action of like a fight or a rescue and then there's the dance scene which is at the same level like the dance scene escalates over the action scene and then another action scene escalates over the dance scene it keeps going back and forth i love the dance scene i love that we've got this Like, comedy of manners in here, also. Like, it's a movie that's giving me such, like, these visuals and these, like, scene designs that, like, I've never thought of before. I've never thought of, like, two guys spot each other from a mile away, raise their arms. They're like, let's save the boy, wordlessly. We instantly know how to save this boy from peril. But you also have, like, such classic, almost hackneyed old jokes as, oh, no, don't call me ma'am. You can just call me Jenny. And he's like, don't call me ma'am. Just call me Jenny. That's a really name long name.
2: Long. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, And like long.
1: that is used with the same amount of joy as like every original thing in the movie. Everything that feels kind of old fashioned and everything that feels brand new to you. Everything's on the same level of mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I get to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the the dance number, the and, and song too, because they, yeah. they, they they sing in the midst of this as they do in a lot of uh, in a lot of Indian films. Mm. Um, it, it's just it, yeah, it it completely transforms it into a different yeah. movie, right? It's uh-huh. now no longer the next Mission Impossible. It's it's Bring It On six or who who knows what number they are on. Right? Yeah. And it yeah, they just have this dance battle. It's this battle of manners, as you said, as they're like trying to teach the British some manners, but the British are also trying to teach them some manners. But in a racist way, yeah, all these
1: British guys, every British character in this movie is an absolute cartoon. Like they have no dimensionality. Even Jenny, who's very sweet, she's sweet in such a a cartoon way. She's she's like this pure little angel with like no gray areas to her. Everybody we meet That's... is either in, like they're all completely bad or completely good.
0: That's what. Another interesting thing about the film is that Jenny the James's uh, mm. b- 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 love interest int- yeah. in this is almost non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> like it- <laughs> she will it- vanish for large portions of the film. Yeah. Yeah, she she is there to kind of remind you that like hey he has a crush on her mm-hmm. uh, and that she is the not racist one <laughs> in the f- <laughs> yeah. film, right? Um and besides that though it is all about the the boys being boys right yeah that they, like they're they're good f- friendship and i saw on the wikipedia page uh like way down in the like reception and stuff like that like on the screenings everyone just uh thought that they were gay <laughs> <laughs> they were just like yeah. they- those guys are gay.
1: <laughs> Their relationship is given such weight and intensity and passion. It, it is the most passionate platonic relationship I have ever seen. I yeah. understand that. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you you really don't get that kind of platonic relationship mm. in mm. a lot of media, especially mm-hmm. between guys. Like that's really not something you see. So, ju- just that by itself to have that yeah. movie me- 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 is like, wow, this is kind of cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, like it, it. Like there, that is representation in a way that I don't think a lot of people really think about. Yes, because it, yeah. it it is it it is not necessarily about what race you are or if you're a minority or mm. not, but it is. It is just a, a kind of normal friendship between mm. two guys, but it's also not meant to be gay. But it, if you want to read into uh, sure, why not? Go for yeah, it. Like, yeah, you I, can. Uh, I, I do know. like
1: when we get an illustration of a platonic friendship that is given the same weight as any romantic relationship yes. would have. But
0: Sometimes it's not you inherently romantic.
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes like maybe you've got like this beautiful woman you want to marry and you've got this man who was your platonic soulmate and you just ride motorcycles and do squats together. <laughs> and that's just as important to you. That's just as life-changing. Yes.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. I love to see. Yeah. in that. That was And it's a fantastic. relationship
1: that stands every test that gets thrown at it. It starts so strong. And remains that strong. Like, even after Raju finds out that Beam is this uh, criminal he's been looking for, who's been, like, he's heard word that somebody's going to break into the uh, this general's mansion and, like, yeah, maybe attempt to kill him. So he's on the lookout for this. They will go ride around town together. And Raju will be like, hey, pull over. And he's got, like, a poster. He'll take a wanted poster up to, like, a shopkeep. And Beam's just, like, hanging out there on the bike. Yeah. It's very funny that they're doing these at the same time. Yeah, when he finds out that it's Beam and Beam's like, wait a minute, like you work for them. You're like one of the general's top soldiers. There's they never really turn on each other. They, they still like want to understand, like, why? Why are you doing this? Uh, is there any way we could ever get out of this? I don't want to have to punish you. Their yeah. hearts never turn on each other, even though like their missions in life have to be. Oppositional to each other, and I like that. Yeah, time after time, they like find a way to come back together and help each other and learn to understand each other.
0: Yeah, and then in the action scenes, that also manifests when, uh, in the middle of the movie, Beam is about to be killed, and yeah, uh, it, like rah, 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 she has a thing that's about to stab him, and he stops. He's just like. Mm-hmm. like i like this guy like uh, he's my friend like i don't want to kill him um and shortly after that of course is when we get his backstory to realize like hey he's not actually a bad guy like he's been infiltrating he the plan is to get a bunch of weapons and then supply that to the revolution Mm. and like do all of that stuff but he has to Make it look that he like he is the most hardcore of hardcore, like uh, all for the empire, um, yeah, like all all that stuff. Um, And yeah, it's just like you you then see the tables turned down the road because Beam doesn't necessarily know that whole backstory, um, Mm. but just has the the, that same moment where he's about to kill him and is just like. I can't, I can't, I can't, like I, I don't want to. I love this guy so much that yeah. I just no, like there's no way, um, mm-hmm. which is good. So yeah, they they have an inc- incredible relationship.
1: I. I really like that stretch of flashbacks. I love that it is like inceptional flashbacks because he flashes back to his childhood and then he's talking to his dad and his dad's like, well, this thing happened to me when I was a child. So we've got a flashback within a flashback. It's very helpful because you see the Raja is Raju is this very uh, he sees the this little boy in trouble and he's like, I must help the boy. I will do anything to help the boy. The man who helped me save the boy. We are now best friends. I love yeah. him and then you also see him flawlessly completely loyally serve this empire and they're like Duh, all these locals are making a fuss raju go take care of it and he's like okay i'm going to go fight 200 guys now cuz you told me to and there's no there's no like cracks in his what you learn as a facade like you don't quite see why he's so extremely loyal to to serving this british general and then you learn yeah that his father was also a freedom fighter and like there's been this plan that he's lived under for like 20 25 years like his yeah. entire adult life
0: i think they he said saw his whole family like killed yeah.
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah he watches his parents and his brother die his entire village get killed and he, he develops this plan to like rise up the ranks of this british military so that when they are sending out shipments of weapons to other squadrons of the military, he'll be at the rank to go be escorting one of those shipments. And then he can divert it and take it all back to his to his uh, town where he grew up. Mm-hmm. And there's like his his one childhood girlfriend who's still there waiting for him. Just very sweet. But yeah, that's it, he's he's got a lot. I don't want to say he's got a lot to answer for, but it to have a man in that situation where he's so flawlessly loyally loyal to this
2: I don't know how loyally words loyal. Go.
1: this movie is <laughs> such like big big emotions i have trouble like even putting them into words my heart's just like big soaring feelings and cgi flames and a cartoon tiger now yeah and he he's got such a violent past that we see here in this in this movie of him attacking mm-hmm. everybody. He just does every single thing that is asked of him in order to pursue this mission. And it seems like it's really only once he gets to beam where he has to like torture beam to like whip beam in the town square that he's like, that then his conscience starts to act up. And it, it, we do it a little bit in his, in his letters back to his sweetheart. But I, once you learn his backstory, that explains a lot about him, but it also makes you ask more questions. Like, why don't we get more scenes? Of him wrestling with his conscience. Yep. It seems like it would be a larger part of what's going on with his character.
0: Yeah. He, he just he, he feels like he needs to keep this facade uh, up mm-hmm. as long as he can. And as as staunchly as he can mm. so that he can do the one that like I, I, I feel like he he almost thinks he needs to sacrifice himself mm-hmm. for m- most of this film. Um to to get the weapons to deliver them like i i don't it, he feels like a character that thinks he isn't gonna survive longer than that of oh of, yeah like hey once i get you the weapons that's it like they'll mm-hmm. know that i did this and i'm yeah done for um right and i so will I, not I, I think, retire yeah. Yeah. I
1: won't marry and settle down and have kids. Surely this mission will kill me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I I think he takes that with him which helps him to not really wrestle with it in terms of mm-hmm. consciousness. Um, I guess so. But but uh, yeah, it, it is still It would have liked to see him writing mm-hmm. the letters more often would have liked to mm-hmm. see that romance between him and I don't remember her name. Setha? Sita, Sita, I believe, is Sita. That sounds more correct. um But, but yeah, with the with the w- woman that he likes, right? Like mm. he he has a love interest too. But because of the way the story is structured, yeah, you don't really get that until the second half of the film, and by then it, it it's kind of it's not too late, but it's just like mm. oh well. I would have liked to gotten to have gotten more, Uh but I guess it wouldn't have really worked Mm. in there. So I don't know, but Mm. it was good. I enjoyed it a lot.
2: Yeah, I it is
1: wild that this movie this is we're talking about Miss Marvel this week and how that is a show in in like just one episode, just an episode two talks very frankly about the the atrocities that are in the history of, of Pakistan and and India and, and adjacent areas. And it's also like, what if you put ice cream on top of a pizza? And this movie also is like very frank about how terrible things were. And I went in thinking that's what the movie was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a serious historical war epic. And it is that. And then it is also the ten minute friendship song and the big joyous we're gonna show these british jerks we're gonna dance we're gonna dance forever watch us dance intensely for 10 minutes again uh and then you've got like the he jumps out of a truck with like an entire menagerie of animals flying it's, behind it's the, him the
0: avengers <laughs> shot from age of Ult- <laughs> yes, Ult- exactly. Ult- but it's him and a tiger and a lion and a deer and
1: (laughs) yeah it is incredible how many uh, genres and tones and emotions that this movie has that it is this uh it does have this uh, passionate uh sense of justice and of protection in it and it's all this joy for things as simple as dancing and having a best friend
0: yeah i i I wanted to mention that exact same thing. It's interesting that we watched this the same week that we were watching Miss mm. Marvel because yeah, Miss Marvel mentions the partition and just how terrible it was after that that th- the mm-hmm. British l- leaving just left that country in ruins. There was a g- mm. great split, there was a civil war, there was a lot like tons and tons of violence. Um and then this movie is interesting because it is very much a joyous celebration of the country's history of revolt mm. and yeah. revolution, right? And it, not to say that these two things can't exist mm. in the same culture or that I don't know how they got from one to the other or all mm. that stuff. It's just interesting to see these two pieces. Yeah um and it's it's especially since i don't really know anything Mm -hmm. about this culture um that it's it's like yeah they they can they they have this very dour kind of sense of like oh yeah the partition like that Mm -hmm. mm, that Mm -hmm. was a rough time but then they can also have have this Just complete joy to be like, hey, look at our history of revolt and revolution and leaders that get you to rise up and follow the cause. Like that's incredible. And yeah, I mean that like the song, the the movie ends with a song, song just being like, and we had this guy and we had this guy. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, and like like that i think at the end of the day is what i walked away from uh, with mm. this is they just have so much pride and joy mm. in their hi- mm. history um that it was, just, it was just like wow this is neat this is cool to see yeah
1: it is, it is a neat combination of what if we took uh re- real historical figures or real types of people who would have been in our history maybe not specific freedom fighters but a a a freedom fighter that you could easily imagine with the context uh, of the history we're looking at. What if we take these uh figures from our our, our tumultuous struggling past and combined it with these larger-than-life superhuman, like super heroic action adventure scenes? Yeah. What if we I don't want to say elevated our, our historical freedom fighters to that level. They, they are fairly elevated to begin with. But yeah, it's a, it's a combination you don't see often, especially coming across. So genuinely, I, I think of like Abraham Lincoln, vampire Hunter, yeah. <laughs> which is something like that, but it's largely a joke.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I do, do you have to note that the two main characters in this are based off of real people. Mm. Um, they they are real life Indian revolutionaries according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of this is. I mean, they do say that this is a fictional story yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just it's mm. neat to see, uh, you, you know, them combine all of this history and this culture and mm. stuff. It's it's cool. Um, yeah,
1: I I haven't seen either of these films but from what i've heard about them it reminded me of like uh inglorious bastards or django unchained where okay. it takes a a historical struggle and a historical hero and uh dramatis- dramatizes it and so, yeah. kind of blows it up into an action adventure film to as some sort of wish fulfillment of i wish things had gone better I wish that there had been like this very clear good triumphing over evil moment that was big and shiny and heroic.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It might not have been that clean or mm-hmm. that yeah. like this pumping. Yeah. Like, ah, let's do it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, this movie is a wild ride for sure. All right. So. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about some of the bigger actions. Yes, yeah. in this. Of of course, we mentioned the one on the bridge, which then gets escalated by the dance number sh- shortly after that. Uh, which then, middle of the movie, gets escalated by this truck ramming through uh, these oh, yeah. doors into the British. Uh, d- d- not pallet but like courtyard like in in their yeah. compound palace yes. thing um it, it goes into the courtyard and turns and pumps the barrakes similar to the akira Cellide
2: yeah, right? yeah.
0: and as it turns on its side it they they open it up and all of these animals jump out And and uh, the is right there in the center of it with his torches Mm -hmm. and chains. And he has his Avengers moment. And it is like it is wild. Like it is a ridiculous fight scene because, yeah, there's chaos everywhere. There's animals running around, which I have to say was also funny that like six or seven of them jump out of the truck But then in the scene, there's like 30 animals just running around. It's just like, how did they fit them all in that truck? (laughs) There's no way. But even as the truck is like first getting into the courtyard, it hits a car and the car like not blows up, but it like flips and rolls in a Mm. way like it's very obviously CGI. Like, there, yeah. there is no me, 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 mistaking it, mainly because that's not how physics works.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that's just not like I. <laughs> I just it's not believable, but it's mm. it's that thing that I was mentioning of like. There is these ridiculous moments like all those animals are fake, like that that car exploding and rolling Mm. is fake. That train exploding was all fake like it. It's very obviously fake. But it heightens the scenes in certain ways. Mm. To 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 an an, an effective degree, right? Like Mm. it. I think in a lot of American made movies, we use CGI to the effect of, well, hey, it's either going to be too expensive to do the actual stunt that we want Mm -hmm. to do. So we'll make it in CGI or it's too dangerous or something like that. So they do it in CGI and it's meant to be as realistic as possible Mm -hmm. so that, hey, like you're not supposed to be able to tell the difference. Usually you can, but that's beyond the point, right? It's meant to be like, let's make this look real, right? You will believe that a man can fly. You will believe, yeah. right? Like, um, and th- this almost just doesn't care about that yeah. in a weird way. Like, yeah, we'll use CGI, but not in a realistic way. Right. Like we're we're just going to do whatever makes the scene better, like to to make it more (laughs) action packed, to make it more to make it more dramatic or just look neat.
1: You want this scene to be filled with flames and tigers we're not going to put in one patch of flame and one tiger at a high level CGI. We're going to put in 12 tigers and an entire wall of flame at mid-level CGI. And you're going to like that a lot better.
0: Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> and it, it just, it makes this scene not necessarily more immersive, but there's just more going on. It feels like, mm. right. Um, it, and, yeah, there's just there's so much to look at. And I, I, I think this is also where the sound design comes in. Yeah. There there is. There's so much going on in that scene that they use the sound design then to focus you you in. It's like, hey, despite all of these tigers running around and fighting and things exploding. Look right here instead at these Mm. two and i i I, like it makes for an incredible scene um that 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 there's really just nothing else like it
2: Mm -hmm. it's fascinating
0: Um,
1: i I, one of my favorite uh not like a full action scenes but one of my favorite like badass twists of you won't believe how tough these heroes are is when uh, the military does put Raju in jail, and yes. like the the general's like crony guy in his in his butler suit is walking walking the general to go see where they've had Raju imprisoned. And it's like, yes, yeah, so we only feed him once a week. He should be starving. He should be completely weak. He's at his, the end of his rope. And then we go there and he's as buff as ever, like doing pull-ups. <laughs> and then they're like, we're going to put you in solitary confinement. This tiny little cell that's like dug into the ground. And there's like a little grate like set into the ground. And he's squished in there. It's only like a three-foot cube. Exactly. And he like <laughs> grabs it. And he's like, okay, I'll continue to do my pull-ups here, even if I am hunched <laughs> into a little ball. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it it's ridiculous cuz they 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 do beat his l- legs too which yeah, is an imp-
2: yeah. imp- imp-
0: important uh, note here for what we're about to mention. Um yeah, they they like bust his kneecaps like all that stuff so he can't walk and that would really suck to then be put in that solitary where he yeah. has to remain cramped up with his with, like his legs. Mm can't be out straight right to heal in that way because they would probably not heal correctly um but apparently the those pull-ups work wonders for your your legs um (laughs) but uh yeah so then then beam goes to break him out of jail once he finally learns his story and his backstory all all that stuff and um just immediately without even questioning it the first thing he does is pull him out so far of solitary that he can lift him up over and onto his shoulders and yeah they have a whole freaking fight scene where he's just sitting on top of his shoulders (sighs) and it is right like this is the most ridiculous scene in the whole movie to Mm -hmm. to me um, it it's just it. Th- 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 so I've never seen the movie Guns Akimbo with Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> and he gets yeah. the, the g- yeah. guns, but a but like the same amount of ridiculousness is like uh-huh. what I think of. When when this when he like he's like leaning over backwards while on this guy and shooting things and they're fighting people with that and uh, choking one guy here and one guy down there. It's just it's it's just like there is no word for it, but ridiculous.
1: I love how often they will take like they'll pick up a soldier and use him as a bludgeon against a different soldier. Yeah.
2: Yeah, everything is a
1: weapon in these guys hands they will pick up and throw a motorcycle
0: yeah but you're never ever g- gonna see a serious american action m- right. movie do this mm. right yeah and this you is could, you could maybe in like a spoof like a mission impossible spoof movie right. that is meant to be more of a comedy uh, like what was the the Johnny in- in- English <laughs> right okay. with with Mr yeah. B- B- Bean? Like that would be like that gag gag gag. That bit would be reserved for something like that. Um, and to see to see them put it in this and take it seriously. Like this yeah. is not meant to. I mean, mm. it is meant to be funny, but it's mm. not meant to be a joke, if that makes sense, sense, right? Yeah. It's meant to be like, what? This is wild. Right. Like, this is ridiculous. There's,
1: there's no punchline in this movie. Everything is comical because of the outlandish lengths it goes yes. to, but everything is also so sincere.
0: Yeah. And they, they play it for action, like straight yes. action. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> It's so great. This,
1: I think about, about the Mission Impossible movies, which also have these larger-than-life action set pieces. Like mm-hmm. in movie four, or they're doing movie seven next year, but back in movie four, Ethan Hunt climbs the outside of the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world. Yeah. Like, it's also really kind of ridiculous, but it is taken more seriously, more... Riley, I guess, where he will sort of be like, "Oh, dear, things I do for America. I got to climb the outside of this building with my you know, magnet mitts and the one of my magnet mitts doesn't work. And then I have to hobble up there with one hand and then a sandstorm <laughs> rolls
0: in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is more of a, uh, a sense of le- legitimate comedy with the like it's both more serious and more overtly comedic in something like Mission Impossible. And it's also way more, it is as realistic as a stunt that Ridiculous could be. Like, you know, it is all done. You know, this, this is Tom Cruise's current reputation. The man who will go to extreme lengths to mm-hmm. do a wild stunt as realistically, as technically accurate as he possibly can. And then you've got this movie that has things that are, more ridiculous in a more cartoony way and it is bright colors full walls of flames cgi animals really different approaches to the escalation of what an action movie can be
0: yeah it's it's fascinating to to -hmm. to see all those differences and that's not even the like last big action scene shortly after this Somehow his knees miraculously get better and then he can hop off and do all that stuff. But they have this action scene like out in the woods, out in the jungle. um, Right. And it is like by this point, the movie has kind of transformed these characters into these like, for lack of better terms, like avatars for the gods. Yeah. Right. As they. Take this bow and arrow that is on the the this statue of some gung g- god that I'm not mm. f- familiar mm-hmm. with here, but yeah, they they become more of these like heavenly warriors or yeah. these like angelic beings as they are just destroying all of these special forces soldiers uh, mm-hmm. in 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 the jungle jungle, uh, which is kind of wild. Uh, but yeah, to me, it is the like on-the-shoulders action scene that is the most just like, what is this? This is ridiculous, and I love
1: it. You've (laughs) never seen anything like that. I could imagine like a a Western action movie has, like, we'll have our two characters handcuffed together or something like that. Sure. I'm sure I've seen that or something like it.
0: Alfred Hitchcock's The 39 Steps, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But to have one character on the other one's shoulders, like it's a kid who wants to get on their dad's shoulders to see a parade, uh, and they have an entire fight scene like that, and they're like bending over backwards as like one conglomerated unit, yeah, and picking up a guy and throwing him into a different guy. <laughs>
0: it's wild, mm. wild stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, the action in this movie is stellar. Um, mm. it, it's just different from what we're used, yeah, to, used to here in the United States. Um yeah it, it the the whole, the whole I, thing i i i just think is fascinating.
1: I I was very happy to watch this movie. It was such a surprise. I was it, it was what i thought it was going to be and then so many other things also. All at 100% saturation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and i'm very curious to see what kind of effect this will have uh, in western cinema in the years to come it's been so big I think this is something that you could they could reach a wider audience I'm gonna go see my dad today and I'm gonna see if I can get him to watch that bridge action sequence (laughs) like dad I don't know if you've ever seen anything like this and I would love to see if the uh, outlandishness of the stunts or like if in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 Ethan Hunt does need to dance (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> who knows yeah maybe
1: our next james bond is a dancing james bond
0: uh so uh according to wikipedia this does mm. mention that rrr is the most expensive indian film at the time of its release uh-huh. so that might imply that something else has come out in the past month or two that is <laughs> has a bigger right, and this budget a, but this, and this is a new movie this is march new. Tw- 25th right uh march 25th is when when this came out um but yeah like that i i think because of how big the budget is how like just incredible the action is how much i'm seeing it on twitter yeah i think this really is hitting a wider yeah audience um to do all of that. I, I know my Netflix is now being like, oh, you want more Indian films? Here's this. Here's that. Here's this thing. Um, I'm a big video game fan. Uh, and I follow Hideo Kojima, uh, uh-huh. who made the Metal Gear Solid g- g- games, recently made Death Stranding. Um, and he watched this film this past week. And and then he, he, you know, he posted about it and then he started to talk about the uh, uh, other Bollywood films that he's mm-hmm. talked about. He's like, I've seen, you know, this this popular one that you would expect and all that stuff. But he said his favorite was one called three. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is yes. also Th- on Netflix because this popped up in the recommendations. Um, this
1: has been in my long list of pitches for a while i have heard of this movie it is india's biggest comedy like out massive numbers like changed the game demolished a a huge blockbuster comedy over in india and i was listening i heard about it on some podcast that was talking about how so many fans of the movie went to one of the places where it was filmed i think it might be like a road trip comedy or something but like whoever these titular three idiots are they go to like some beautiful scenic countryside and then everyone who saw the movie wanted to go to that countryside and it was a real struggle to like allow the tourism and keep it preserved as it was and this is yeah this is a set of pitches i've been wanting to do for a while the biggest comedy uh in other countries that we've never heard of yeah (laughs) right and we've watched this there's comedy elements in this movie, but it's largely an action adventure movie. We watch Typewriter, which is a sort of horror, horror. suspense. Yeah. yeah, let's go to comedy. Let's see how international comedy plays for us. I think the only international comedy we've watched is Kantaro.
0: Sure. Yeah. Kantaro, yeah. the Sweet Tooth Salary Man.
1: You know, Dark, zero jokes. The Forest, zero jokes. Dark had <laughs> one joke. <laughs> Three seasons had one joke. What happened to his eye? (laughs) What happened to his head? I'm thinking about when Egon Tiedemann is like, you're a teen, right? Teens are all really into the devil, right? All this is devil music. Do you know the devil?
0: Yeah. (laughs) God. Um, Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I know Netflix described that movie as like, hey, this is one of, India's, like, top 10 movies of all time. Yeah, Uh, yeah, not
1: just in comedies, yes.
0: Highest highest grossing films of all time. So, yeah, just, Mm. like, stuff like that would be neat to explore. And I know Mm -hmm. that down the road here, uh, I mean, we always like to get some international content (laughs) here on the show, but uh, stuff from India is one we haven't Mm. really explored, especially knowing that they have a very yeah. uh very, very prolific uh <laughs> cinema culture um mm-hmm. uh, there so there you go um i don't know if i have really any other stuff that i want to kind of <laughs> yeah. point out or talk about i mean there there they're like yeah there's a lot going there is on a lot we but- we we could talk for a whole lot more if we do really want to dissect uh, more of the characters and stuff like that. But, yeah, mm. I, I just I I had so much fun watching this. Uh, it is really long, though. It is three hours <laughs> and five minutes. Um i i think it works perfectly if you want to split it up into two yeah and just about an hour and a half and it's mm. kind of in the middle of that big fight scene in the court yard but i think that's also yeah. a good time to stop it in a weird way right, yeah like, like it, it y- ends with the him like about to kill him and if you yeah. stop it there, like, it's kind of a cliff h- h- hanger of like mm. what's gonna happen, uh, and then when you come back, then you learn the backstory of uh, yes. of Raju and and stuff like that. So, uh, makes for an inter- interesting thing. Let me ask you this though, as my last mm. question. Okay, would you have preferred this as a TV series? <sighs> I, or are you? But like, I, I, I guess as an alternate, how do you feel about long movies, like a three? hour? I can go for a long movie. movie. Yeah,
1: I I I really like when a movie plays with time and like has enough to fill itself to be three hours, like The Batman. But sure. I also like when a movie's like, no, I can get in and out in ninety minutes, like Venom. Let there be carnage.
0: <laughs> interesting yeah
1: like do the length that feels right for you don't feel like you have to stick within the like two hour 15 minutes just because that's like standard movie film length like do what you need to do that is one of the strengths of the medium is that it could be any length be the one that's right for you look into your heart
0: absolutely yeah i'm i'm definitely okay with long Mm. movies uh as long as it's paced well, yeah, the one thing that I maybe don't like about this movie is how it feels like it stops and starts so many times because they have to yeah. tell this person's story and then that person. And here's the big action scene halfway in, which feels like the climax of the movie. Yeah, but you're only halfway in. So it's kind of this like false ending. Right. It's like, well, that's not the end, actually. So on one hand, yeah, that's why I'm asking this is, is like it feels like this could have been two movies or maybe oh. a TV show. Because like I, I liked a lot of the stuff that they were doing. Mm. Also, like outside of this f- f- friendship, like I mm. would have liked to see more of and I forget her name already. J- Jenny. Um, yeah, but, but uh d- yeah, like I would have liked to, to see more of her. I would have liked to see mm. more of that romance between them. Mm. Like I I I think this has enough material that it could have been a six-episode TV show. It could, have been, it could eight, have been eight or ten. But I also feel like that wouldn't have served the story well enough. Like I <laughs> exactly. I I think because it is a three hour movie and it focuses so heavily on the relationship between these Mm. two men, right? That it, it just, it, it crafts its experience. Yeah. So perfectly, uh, that it's, it's hard to actually say that it's a critique that it it has this false start in or this false, Mm. uh, you know, stop in the middle, but it's just like, no, it's actually. I, I think yeah, they you made need the a right break choice. like that. Yeah. Right? right.
1: Yeah. And I think this is perfect as what it is. I love the spectacle of this is a three hour movie. I would love to see this in a theater full of people. I just watched this on my couch alone and I had yep. a great time. Yeah. I, I have to see it with several other people to see this in a packed theater. Uh, that sounds lovely. And I, I, I think that is part of indian culture is that it's not just movies but specifically going to the theater is mm-hmm. a it, it's something they're a big fan of and it's one of the reasons why movies are so long Is you go to the theater you're in air it's conditioning you're just hanging out with all these people for a while yeah i admire that it's good stuff it's good
0: good stuff um okay i say we do a check in on our bingo yes. cards um, let me pull us over here. Let me hit the bingo button. Say it with me. B- B- B-I-N-G-O! Oh. Well oh. just like a pro. Here we go. Here's our bingo cards. Okay, um, I know I don't have anything new I don't think this, I do which either. is Incredible. because there's so much that a happens mysterious in this. Scar. I mean, there are things that happened in this that are on my bingo card, but I've already marked mm. them off. Um, yeah stuff like that but uh i don't yeah i don't think i have any kind of Mm uh any kind of thing i can mark down here villain with a pet (laughs) no No. villain with a pet uh no human trials um well no 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 no. I, i was gonna say how do you feel about superman analog
1: it is a, a man who's it's superman in that it is truly
0: uh, a, a man
1: of yeah yeah of like incredible unprecedented goodness and strength but not a a yeah. super space man not a a clark kit cal l last of his superman. kind yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah uh well unfortunately another kind of uh lame mm-hmm. check-in on bingo oh Um, We're not even halfway
1: through the year, though, Kyle, we're doing real well on bingos. Oh,
0: sure, we are. But it's getting more and more difficult to find these like specific things, right? Like we might just have to do a week of like, okay, here's pitches that I know will get me one of these things here (laughs) (laughs) or multiple things. Uh, But Mm. there you go. I will bring us back to the main podcast screen there. Um, cool. Now we got that out of the way. Melissa, do you want to mm-hmm. lead us in recommendations?
1: Yeah. We mentioned it earlier, but definitely typewriter. This is a Netflix show from India, and it's about uh, a haunted typewriter. And we've got the, we're following like this group of school kids who have a ghost club. This yeah. is the Scooby Doo antics of the show. They even have a dog, a literal dog. And you're also following like the, the adult granddaughter of this author who died, whose spirit is believed to haunt the typewriter. She's got mm-hmm. this sort of flirtation with a local police officer. It's, it's vaguely reminiscent of stranger things in that way. And that you've got this, you're following adult characters, you're following child characters. They're all orbiting around the same mystery. Yeah. Uh, that's a, That was a really enjoyable show and good at, very scary, but I feel like it would be a good first scary thing to show like a young adult person. So if you've got like a uh, the niece or nephew who's like 11, you know, show him typewriter. I look forward to showing typewriter yeah. to 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 my niece when she's a bit older.
0: Yeah, because um, there, there there are some genuinely scary yeah. moments in that. So it's kind of hit or miss for like, mm, hey, mm. hey, can this kid kind of handle that or not? Yeah. That-
1: yeah. Um, or like if you want to watch if you're an adult and you want to watch something horror, but you want a little bit of that young adult horror feel that, where you want to like, I want that right, I want parts of this parts of this to feel like an Are You Afraid of the Dark? You could watch Typewriter. Yeah. Um, I would also recommend a movie that is very different from RRR in tone, but is reminiscent of it in structure. And that is a Japanese movie I watched this year called Drive My Car. It's also three hours long and also has a prologue that that takes up the first 40 minutes. And it's only once you get 40 minutes in that you get the opening credits and the actual movie begins.
0: Oh, wow. There you go. This
1: movie, I think I watched it on HBO Max. It won the Oscar this year for Best uh, Foreign Film. It was nominated, Mm -hmm. I think, for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Director. It's a much more serious, thoughtful, introspective movie about this, um, this actor and theater director who goes to this small town for a theater festival. And when he gets there, he learns that it's part of uh, he's like the artist in residence and it's part of their package that like, oh, you don't drive yourself. We have a chauffeur. And so it's him being driven to and from rehearsals every day by this chauffeur. And while he's driving, he's listening to a tape of his the play they're doing is uh, Uncle, Uncle Vanya, the, um, the Anton Chekhov play. And years ago, he did a production of this that he was acting in. Now he's directing it. And he has a tape of his late wife reading him the lines so that he could practice the lines against her when he mm-hmm. would drive his car around town. And now it's years later. He's bringing that tape out again. His wife has died. He found out that his wife was having an affair before she died. And now he has to listen to these tapes and like get to know the script again in this awkward situation where there's a, a young lady driving his car around this town. Mm-hmm. And then like the man his wife had an affair with is one of the actors who auditions for his play. And his play's got this multicultural cast and everybody's going to be performing in their own native language. It's so, like you've got actors in this play who are speaking uh Japanese and Korean and Sign Language Korean and Chinese and they're all doing their own language and they just have to learn the beats of the script and learn to like hear the intonation and inflection and like read the other actors' faces to to do this communal performance together. And it's Yeah, it's a movie about uh artistic expression and communication and grief and oh, it's <laughs> It's very much the cliche of three hour sad, foreign film that wins at the Oscars. Sure. But if that's something you want to try, it's a really beautiful film. And like the three hours works better than you think it would. So uh, like I said, totally very different. No wild action scenes or <laughs> preposterous scenarios in Drive My Car. Much more of a slice of life. But that might be the film for you. Cool. Good stuff.
0: I also have uh, a couple recommendations here. Two of which are, it, it's it's not like, hey, if you want more of this, then go you you know go watch these. But it's a, a, yeah. a, other like, hey, these are the kind of uh, just like it, it's not necessarily a joyful action mm-hmm. film, but it's more maybe a crime thing. But it's Indian. But it's this or that, yeah. right? Um. So, uh, b- before before I get to those. So, of course, if you like this, go watch all the Mission Impossible movies, yeah. go watch all the James Bond movies, just like just go watch a big budget action film. Any of them, mm. <laughs> like go to your local theater and see Top Gun up. Maverick. Right. This holds up with all of them. Um, so, I, yeah, just uh, go have some f- 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 fun and watch some explosions. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what I would re- recommend is my first I one. I recommend
1: explosions.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. uh uh, so then my first other recommendation is another movie on netflix uh called white tiger um yes this is one i watched i think at like the end of last year or early this year i don't remember um it is a story about this indian guy uh who's really really poor uh and gets hired as a driver to this rich family and Uh, It's the story of him and how he kind of rises to the top, um, I guess, of like the the transportation service in the city. I think that's a weird way to put it, but um, it's it's drama. It's a crime story. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a fascinating movie. Like you will be on the edge of your seat. Just like how, like what is happening? How does he do this? All Mm -hmm. of this stuff. Um, and it's just, I, I, I thought it was incredible. It's based off of a, not a novel of the same name. Um, that was a New York times bestseller. Uh, but yeah, the movie is on, uh, Netflix, I highly recommend that one. Uh and then the the next thing that I want like to recommend is actually a comic book uh oh. that I read recently has immediately risen to like one of my favorite co- comics of all time. This is The Many Deaths of Lila Starr. Mm. Uh, and the description on I- 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 Amazon Says humanity is on the verge of discovering immortality. A- as a result, the avatar of d- d- death is cast down to er- er- earth to live a mortal life in Mumbai as 20 something oh. Lila star. Uh, sh- struggling with her newfound mortality, Lila has found a way to be placed in the time and place where the creator of immortality will be born. Will Lila take her chance to stop mankind from permanently altering the cycle of life or will death really become a thing of the past? Um, And yeah, this is about the God of death who basically gets kicked out because they don't need her anymore. uh, And she gets to experience life and it's only five issues and each huh. ish, issue takes place in a different time period of uh of the person who's making the immortality thing in his life okay. and it is these small interactions uh that she has with him in these different decades and it is one of the most beautiful books i have mm. seen the artwork is fantastic it is wildly colorful it's oranges and yellows and teals and blues and Ooh. all sorts of stuff um and it's beautifully written it is poetic and it is thoughtful it it will just make you think about life and make you think about death in a good way not necessarily in like a sad like well now I'm depressed way but just, it's just man this was a fantastic book. I cannot recommend that one enough. Um, so, again, not, like, big on action or stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, this, you, you have to go watch this. I, like, I, I guess I'm recommending it on the level of, like, you must see this.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. If that
0: makes sense. <laughs> So there you go. That's my recommendations for this week. Nice.
1: Next week on the show, we will be continuing our monthly ongoing series, watching all of fringe yeah. last two months. We watched seasons one and two. And next week we're going to be talking about season three, which has been very exciting. In uh, the next two months after that, we're going to watch all five seasons of the show.
0: Well, the, yeah, the remaining t- two yes. Se- yes. seasons. Um, yeah season three of fringe we are in the middle of it now uh and uh i'm excited to to talk about Mm -hmm. season three uh this show is really interesting it's a fascinating show if you like Mm -hmm. *X files this is a show you need to check out Uh, If you're a fan of J.J. Abrams and some of the stuff he does, this is one you should at at Mm -hmm. least check out the pilot. And and yeah, very good pilot. Yeah. Um, But this is up there with my favorites, but not. Yeah, it's not like it it wouldn't make my top 10, if that makes Hmm. sense. I like the show a lot. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about season three
1: you've seen it all before i Mm -hmm. started watching it when it was on i've never made it this far so everything is new to me i don't know what's going to happen there you go it's a very exciting time
0: good stuff uh melissa do you by chance have your pitches ready for the week after that or are you going to wait i have pitch i've got one you've got one one because earlier
1: this year, Kyle, we realized uh, we've never gotten to talk about Nicholas Cage on the review show before. Oh,
0: okay. And we okay. we
1: we put a pin in that. We're like, we're going to make this a cage here. We will encounter him. Uh, and this episode we would be recording would be the <laughs> weekend of 4th of July, a holiday where you look at your okay. nation and its treasures. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh I did not bother to come prepared with pitches beyond National Treasure and National Treasure Book of Secrets. But if you deny Benjamin Franklin Gates, then I will come back next week with more pitches.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Well, I really don't like (laughs) daylight savings time. So, you know, Benjamin (laughs) Franklin can screw himself. No, uh, no. Yeah, I'm (laughs) OK with that. Let's watch National Treasure for Fourth of July
1: why bother naming other ones like you would pick national
0: treasure you know what let's just have the first week in july let's have fourth of july weekend just be nick oh. cage weekend here on the oh show. i like that
1: all right Cause, next cause year nicholas cage more. is
0: a national tr- treasure indeed <laughs>
1: yes uh, okay the next year we can watch like I love the idea of watching Mandy in the middle of the summer. <laughs> Watch the family man in the middle of the summer.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe All I right. can find that mysterious Nick Cage movie that I don't remember what it is, but I saw it on a plane by like watching someone else's screen like in the mid 90s. Uh, like Wow. <laughs> mid 90s. Something like that. I don't know. Late in the 90s. Yeah. I guess. Who knows next year? Uh, Get
1: your sunblock on and your face off. (laughs) Put sunblock on your face and then switch it with John Travolta's face. (laughs) When you get his face from him, make sure it's got sunblock on it. It's the
0: middle of July. Indeed. Uh, Yeah. So just uh, again, to recap, next week is season three of Fringe. Uh, The week after that, we are watching both of the National Treasure movies. Uh, yes be prepared be excited for all of that here you go um melissa where can the people Mm. find you on the internet
1: you can find me on twitter and instagram at WilkieWit, that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast saturday morning obscurities show where me and my brother jams talk about weird old kid shows you feel like
0: only you remember and you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with everything that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton uh, to spread the word and all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 210 of the Whatnots review show. We will see you all next time. Bye.
2: Bye.